press the red button. What's the first thing I do? I press the red button. He can't help himself. He can't. He can't help himself. He's like a little kid with this thing. Don't touch the red button. Or the white one. Or the blue one. <laughs> or the green one. Or all of them. Or all the buttons. So what's going on, guys? Not much, man. How's it going? Good. Good. Everything How's good, everybody's yeah. week been going? Pretty so good. far, so good. So we've been doing this for a bit, and one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was... We've been getting a lot of questions like, hey, how do I properly store my comics? What should I do? I hear you guys talking about keeping it in climate control, keeping it in garages, keeping it in safety deposit boxes. So everybody's done one of these podcasts, like how to store your comics the right way. Right. And we're just going to give our point of view on basically comic storage 101 okay. or how to properly uh, store your comics. It's a good topic. <clears throat> yeah, it is. So, but before we do that. We want to talk about all our sponsors and where you can stream us. There you go. So uh, thank you for tuning into YouTube. Uh, we are available on all streaming platforms. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google, um, Amazon, iHeartRadio. And if we're not on any of those and you're still listening to us, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so we know what other streaming platforms are Yeah, there's a couple on. of other platforms that we're on. I just can't remember the names. Yeah, yeah. Because when you when, once you get onto one like Apple, you get automatically get on board with five different ones. So <laughs> I just didn't catch the names. Yeah. But if you're listening or if you're watching us on YouTube, always hit that notification bell. Always like. leave a comment, like it, so subscribe. Uh, a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just follow us on YouTube, our Instagram, and all the socials. IG handles. Well, I think you guys know us already. We've been doing this for a couple of weeks but already. Just in but case there's new people. That's true. Don't ever interrupt me again. Every no. time. George is trying to say something useless. <laughs> Jimmy, JMR Collectibles. We have George, Marvel Poppy, and Paul, Magic City Comics, which is everything that's under our handle, so you can follow us there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now can I get into the 101 of comics? Let's sure. do it. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. So where to start? It's a, <laughs> it's a pretty broad well, let's, topic. Let's, let's, let's start at the LCS, right? At the LCS, picking up that new comic on Wednesdays from the shelf. Yep. Yeah. My point of view is whether you're reading it, you're going to store it or do whatever, put it in a bag and board immediately. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, you would hope. There's a lot of people that just it go straight from, from the reading it to a pile. I've seen it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the warping of the staples, the spine rolls, everything like that. Right. Some local comic book stores include a bag and a board. Right. Some don't. Just pay the extra or buy like a big stack. Right. It's mm-hmm. going to be your best investment. So bag and board... There's a plethora of brands of bags and boards you can get. There's yeah. different sizes. There's different dimensions. There's different thicknesses of the bag. There's different thicknesses of the board. I prefer, new for new books, I prefer, I like BCW. Mm-hmm. I like BCW. And I like My Lights for the more expensive books. The more expensive books are not in slabs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, Personally, for regular comic books, if I'm picking it up uh, off the shelf, I will probably use a current bag and a current board. For the bigger books, I'll probably move to a MyLite or even a Silver Age bag and board because it gives it a little bit more wiggle room. And um, all these square bounds that are coming out lately and all these thick issues sometimes are a little too tight in the new comic, in the current bag and board situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For those uh, those. Fatter books, you know, like the, the double print size and the square bounds, the Silver Age bag and board is the way to go. It's going to give you room. It's really tight on those current bags if you put one in there. Yeah, like the anniversary issue is one that comes to mind is Spider-Man 700. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a fat book. Yeah. It was a fat book. And it, if you put it in a current bag, it could warp it. Right. Like it, it won't stay flat because it, there's not enough room for it. My, prefer- my personal preference at the moment is 
BCW. They're not sponsoring us, but I like their yeah, yeah. I like their 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 the the dimensions. Like I use BCW current for the new books, and then silver for the silver age books, obviously. Yeah. And then for bronze, copper, you can usually get them in a current, but I prefer those in a silver because it has a little bit more of a wiggle room. Mm-hmm. On the modern books, on modern bags and boards from BCW, I like it because it has a there's not much play in the book. Yeah. You still have the space around, so where the book sits inside of the dimensions the of the board keeps it tight yeah. but yeah it keeps it a little bit tighter and it's nicer to handle because you don't have that play that you can just like crinkle the yeah the, the plastic when when you're handling it from those cheaper ones yeah right. i i think bcw is the ones that i always grabbed even when i was collecting right. on a weekly basis it was a bcw right and you know obviously right now this day and age you know january 2022 get what you can get yeah because <laughs> it's not like you can go into the store and have a picking of whatever brand you know it's whatever's available you're probably paying a little bit more than you would normally would a year ago but grab a back on board if you can get it yeah and then um just to call out golden age you have to put in a golden age bag on board the magazines the treasuries um the oversized they all go in their respective bag and board don't try to fit them in something else you know and if you get a book that's a little bit bigger than the board and the back and board you're trying to put it in you notice that it just starts warping it mm-hmm. yeah. you make little waves the lengthwise of the book that's bad yeah if you see that as soon as you're putting it in stop yeah just take it out yeah. and leave it on a flat surface until you get yeah. all that stuff yeah, it, never, it should slide it. it should slide into the bag without you having to force it mm-hmm you might have to give it a little tap a couple of times just to get it to sit all the way in the bottom, yeah. but you shouldn't be able to, you should have to put your hand on it and just stuff it in there. Which happens with those thick books. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you put one or two pieces of tape? I put one. I put, depending on the book, I might put two, one on each side. I convert it to blue tape, blue masking tape. Yeah, it's the painter's tape. Off, yeah. Painter's tape. I convert it to that. That's what I 100% use. It You can, you can remove it from the tab completely so there's never an issue of the book sticking or the tape sticking to tape the snack. book and just a comment that i tell everybody you're never faster than the tape <laughs> remember that, that you're never true. faster than the tape so just keep that in mind yeah I next time to you're gonna the, go sorry next time you're gonna go pull that tape or pull the book out and the tape is there just remember you're not gonna be faster in it and if it's a big book you're gonna pretty much ruin that's true. a big dollar book yeah because even if, however delicate you are the moment the tape snagged that it depends how it snagged it right. mm-hmm. so always like when i look at big expensive books i'm gonna buy and i want it out of the bag and board i'm like take off the tape right. or let the owner Correct. take it out of the bag and board that way you're not held responsible right so i used to do the double tape the one on each side when I, when i used to use the tape for them it was going to bring the book out i would flip over the tab so that there's nothing sticky on it right um, but eventually BCW made the, the back to the adhesive yeah. and I just did those because right. I didn't want to deal with tape. Yeah. And honestly, unless you flip the book on the back, it's not touching right. it. Yeah, that's true. And I, I love those. Yeah. Uh, since those came out, th- those are the ones that I would buy. Except for when you peel that little, that little mylar strip off of yeah, it. That it's it so clingy that it just it sticks, sticks to everything. And I, used to, I used to sit there, do them all together. Then my hand would just yeah. And then a week later, you'll find one laying around in your house, the fridge, or flying the around. Couch, yeah. you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> okay, so after you back and board it, what's next? You're going home. Don't leave it in the car. Number one, the heat will mess it up. Well, we're from South Florida, and the heat here is dangerous. Right. So anything you leave in the car is pretty much ruined. Yeah. Um, my whole thing is put it in a box. You know, read it, do whatever you want, control it, like um, collect it, but put it in a box because, and what I usually like to do is I put um, cover to cover. That way the staples are on opposite sides. 
Oh, so the spines don't align, right? So the spines don't align because if you notice, if you put them all with the spine alignment, like towards the box, they'll sort of indent on one side where they aren't the staples. Yeah. And that'll cause spine roll. That will cause spine roll, yes. You'll have to press your books after that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so there's 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 regular cardboard boxes that we all know and love. There's short boxes, there's long boxes, and mm-hmm. then there's those hard plastic boxes. The BCW. The BCW. Well, where they have long, short, uh, CGC graded, magazine, gold right. and silver, every which type. I've also seen people use like the, the, the tubs, the plastic tubs that are like, they're a little bit wider than a long box, than, oh, than a comic box, but they're just tall enough that you can still close them. Yeah. Because some of them were, were the right length, but not the right height. Right. I could never find a, a plastic one that fit correctly, so I would just use a cardboard box, which are easier. It ends up weighing less when you fill it up with books. Right. Yeah. And you got to make sure that your books are horizontal. Um, they're vertical, not horizontal. I've seen people just fill up a box of just books laying on top of another, and that same thing, you get a spine roll. You might start warping books. You want to make sure they're standing up. And you can hear the bottom book screaming in pain yeah. from yeah. all the weight from <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> So yeah, so keep it in a box and then um, keep it climate controlled. Right, that's yes. one of the big that's, ones. That's that's huge. Keep it in AC, whether it's in your garage that has AC, whether your spare bedroom, your closet, you know anything like that, because humidity is real and it will warp the pages of the book. Yeah, no matter what, right? So you keep them so. away from windows. Even if the cardboard box, if you have a leaky window, that's moisture that starts to get in. Right, if you have a leaky window, you got bigger problems. Yeah, but, you know, in some places, they get a leaky windows, you know, they just don't deal with it because it's not here where it's hot, you know, and humid, and it gets the mold real fast or whatever. Well, and that's a good thing, too. Like, if, if, if you're rocking the, the cardboard boxes and, you know, we're down here, we're prone to a lot of rain, we're prone to flooding, we're prone to hurricanes, that cardboard absorbs any moisture or any water that hits it, and it's going to eventually seep in mm-hmm. and get the books. Yeah, even if the water doesn't physically get in the books between the tabs, the humidity will get in there and right. you'll just get the, what I like to call the crinkles. The crinkles. Yeah. The crinkles. The crinkles. But you do need some humidity, so don't put those silica gels in there because that will completely dry out the paper for older books, not the new books. Well, you need, you, you need you know. I put those silica packs in there. And it doesn't affect it? Oh. Uh-huh. I thought because you still need humidity in there. Well, because it will completely take rid of it. That's not yeah, it's. That's cardboard. You're great. It's not your tight. It's not. Yeah, you do want some humidity. For example, books like in a dry climate. You live out in the desert. You know, eventually after years go by, that 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 paper is going to turn brittle. It'll start to fall apart. Yeah, because that paper. You know, you dry out paper, it's just going to dry out and crumble. But don't spray your books. Yes, don't spray your books. You need you need some humidity, just like cigars. You know, like anything with paper, it needs some kind of humidity. You want you don't want it soggy. You don't want it dry. It needs that. Um, look, like one of these things. You get one of these little digital readouts. It, it tells you like what your um, what your humidity is. Is it, this is a digital one? I bought it at Home Depot for like seven dollars. It, it tells you this one tells you the, the temperature of your house plus the humidity level, and depending where you are, th- anywhere between thirty and forty five percent. It doesn't matter as long as you can keep it there. Right. You want to make sure that it's yeah. it's a steady it's a steady level. But you want to be on the you want to. Be more towards the dry side yeah. than the humid side. Yeah, but for example, Florida, no one's house is going to be at 30% here. Right. And they always say in Florida, like for energy efficiency and all that, it's 40 to 60 just right. because of our external climate. If you're within that range, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Right. You just don't want it fluctuating constantly. Right. If it's fluctuating, there's a problem somewhere. Same thing if you're up north and you might be a little drier. Um, you have to watch out. Uh, I know up north people have basements. We don't yeah. have basements here. Right. And if your basement's unfinished, I wouldn't recommend putting it there because I know where, you know, that can flood. You have a lot of moisture. If it's finished, 
make sure it also has AC. Put something that lets you know what what the humidity level is because you don't want you don't want your books getting soggy. Yeah. Okay, so then we got bags and boards. We got storage. We got storage. We got boxes. We got boxes. What else? What else do we have? Hold on. Let me take a look at the list. Where do you keep your books? In your house, at a bank, at a friend's house, or your grandma's house. Well, if you're putting it in a bank, at <laughs> Abuela's a, house, you're gonna keep <laughs> it in Abuela's house. You never know. If you're putting it in a bank, it's a safety deposit box, and that's for something that's right. that's a major book. Like we have uh, full disclosure, we have a couple of our books in safety deposit boxes, just because you know Florida, the whole situation and everything like that. And I'll say a horror story now in a little bit. Um, safety deposit box, like obviously there is an incremental cost to it, but if you're putting it in one of those boxes, it's a big book. Right. It's enough to warrant the $25 monthly fee, you right. know, or something like that, because you won't want to keep it in your house and it get ruined. Then you just had $10,000 to throw away. Right. Practically. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the, I like to diversify where I keep my book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like keeping all my eggs in one basket, so to speak. So yeah, my, my bigger books, they're at a, they're at a bank, they're at a safety deposit box. Now there's pros and cons to it. Yeah. The pros is that, you know, it's pretty much secured. Unless somebody had does like a heist, robs a safety deposit box and your the books Joker, are in there. The Joker's gonna <laughs> but those are highly <laughs> unlikely. But you know the, the 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 con that I can think of is you don't have access to your books hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, you can't just go look at it in the middle of the night. You know, if, if somebody calls you on a weekend and wants to buy your book, or you need to you need to sell the book quick, and you have a buyer ready to go, and it's a Saturday, and you don't have access to that book. You know, you're gonna have to wait till Monday or the next time the bank is open. So the access to your book, or potentially lose the sale completely, or potentially yeah. lose the sale because the guy might be in town for you know for those spe- that specific weekend and he's got to go, and then you don't have access to your book. So there's there's just cons to it, but like right now to me the pros outweigh the cons. Yes, the safety more than anything else. Right. And if there's one buyer, there's another one. It exactly. might take a month. It might take a week. Exactly. But there'll be another one for that book. Right. So then there's also a safe at your house. But there's something to be said about that. Well, depends on the kind of safe. The kind of safe, right? Because the fireproof ones are a bad place to put comics. Yeah. So if you go, if you go do some research, CGC a bunch of years ago actually came out with an article that they noticed that CGC slabbed comics that were stored in a fireproof safe would tend to generate rust on the staples. That's because fireproof safes keep in the moisture. Mm-hmm. So that moisture is always in that safe and your book is always exposed. Remember, the slab isn't hermetically sealed. No, they're not. So moisture can get in there. Mm-hmm. So if you keep it in the safe for a long period of time, you know, say four or five years, you can generate rust on your staples. Or potentially if there was like some slight water damage, even if you uh, fixed it or anything like that, it could grow mold. Right. So that's big. And once you have mold, like you get rid of that book, you're done. Right. Like get away from your other books, move it out of the house. You don't want mold in your house. And right. that's like very much, um, it's like venom. Right. It's symbiotic. Once it grabs on, yeah, it's, it's like corrosion. Yeah. It's like rust. You know, yeah. you can never get rid of yeah. it. Right? Mold is not something you want to play with. Yeah, that exactly. spreads like wildfire. But then, so the other option is a non-fireproof safe. Yeah. So now you, it's, it's in a safe. It's at your house, but. The way I think about it is, if it, your house is in a fire, God forbid your house is in a fire, whatever's in that safe, it might, you know, the safe might survive, but the temperatures inside of that safe are going to be so high, we'll ruin it, yeah. you're pretty much making an oven. So whatever's plastic is in there, it's going to melt, mm-hmm. and you're going to lose the book either way. 
even if you have it in a slab, even if you have it in right. a bag in a board, like it might get stuck to the board. Like, right. yeah, I think you know, jewelry will survive. You know, any any kind of documentation, your passport, your whatever you got in there, it'll it'll go. But like, it might it might go the crinkle effect. Yeah, you know? but metal, you know, metal stuff, a ring, a watch, yeah. jewel, a bracelet will be fine. But a comic book. It's it's more I guess what I'm trying to say it's more for the safety aspect that if somebody breaks into your house yeah they're not gonna take it unless they yank the safe which should be bolted down to your ground to the floor to the wall yeah but that's pretty much what I use my safe for can, can you imagine they they go steal um, somebody's house and they just move the safe and it right. moves they're like just take this thing out we'll yeah. worry about it later oh it's one of those tiny ones yeah I'll just walk out with it but yeah I mean at, at the end of the day it's pretty much you know keep it in a a safe that's not fireproof but just make sure it's bolted down and that's just to prevent. Theft. 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 Yeah. And then also we have uh, water damage, which, you know, even in a safe or in a box or anything like that can happen, whether it's pipes, whether it's a, a roof, you right. know, something like that. <clears throat> I'm going to say a story. Um, we all know John, uh, Miami Fresh Comics. Uh, Todd actually had uh, roof damage to his house. And um, it was apparently a leak in one of the closets, but he didn't realize it. Oh, and it literally destroyed the majority of his collection. Really? Because it was just a low water leak, you know, everything like that. It got in there and it just destroyed everything. And and John, John's a funny guy because he would look at a book and it's like a TMNT3. He's like, ooh, that's $500. That's a shame. And throws it in the trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's all wet. It has mold, you know, everything like that. And yeah. I mean, we live in a very wet environment. Right. You have uh, places up north that are very wet as well with snow. Places out west, very dry. So every situation is different. But, yeah, you never want to be caught in that no, yeah. situation. Which, and then, you know, it, I just thought about that now, too, is in, 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 in any case, go through your collection on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. Take, take a look at it and make sure everything's fine. How often would you say you go through your bigger books? Probably. Like I mean, the, the, the ones at the bank, you know, maybe twice a year unless i gotta you know i'm trying to move it or something but that the ones i keep maybe like once every two months maybe i'm around there every two months to a quarter right like i'll just pull out the box i'm like oh let me see oh i remember this and right. then you just start reminiscing yeah, and then you know if you're looking for something that popped you look oh i think i might have that book then yeah. you know i'll go through it but you know usually yeah once every some might two, say you months. get a nostalgia feeling Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And if you guys uh, listen to our other podcast, you know how Paul feels about nostalgia. He That's just, true. He just gets angry. <laughs> yeah, true. He gets close. angry and he closes up the comic box and walks away. And you know, I, I, I keep the boxes you know away from windows. I keep them away from doors or sliding doors. You know, I keep them in an area where, in case you know you're not home and we get hit by one of these rogue thunderstorms that we get here in Florida, and something does flood, it's way far that if it's if it's reaching the box, I got bigger problems. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's something else. George? Um, I also mentioned this other thing that I, I remember reading it a long time ago, and I always kept my boxes, you know, in spare closets or whatever. We had tiles, so I didn't worry about it, but I remember reading that concrete floors, they get really cold in the winter. You know, they, they conduct, yeah. they, they absorb cold, and that creates moisture. Um, so if you have concrete floors, like to put your, your common boxes on top of something, either on a rack, uh, a pallet, something. A rug, that, something. So, yeah, something that right. was separated from the concrete because that, that can bring in moisture. That's a good tip. Yeah. So I always used to put my, like if your house has a center closet that's away from everything in, in my parents' old house when I used to live there, that's where I kept my collection. Right. It was just this cool place that was dark and no windows, no nothing. Nothing could get to it. 
And then everything after that was I, you know, boxes in my room or, or the or the guest room closet. But always away. Same thing when I lived in Orlando. My closet was just a place for comic book boxes. Right. Just yeah. away from windows. Some cool dark, especially here in Florida. You want a cool place because um, you need you need that central AC. You need some. You need something. You can't just leave it there in the heat. Right. If you store your comics like at a at a um, a storage facility, yeah, yeah. So make sure that it's one that's. Uh, AC, that AC that has inside, right. um, and go visit that collection. I had someone that that I that I know that half of his collection was ruined. Yeah. At some point, there was a leak. No one knew about right. it because no one had gone there, and half the stuff yeah. was 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 trashed. So even if you're gonna put it somewhere where you think it's safe, you need to once in a while go take a look at it. I mean, even if it's not comics, you have anything in storage, right. go take a look at it. Make sure everything's fine because anything can happen right. in between. You know those visits. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. That's that's a good point. Yeah, and I love it how George just answered my question. What was so the question? How often do you look at your PC books? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you said how about you? I, I didn't know. Yeah, what you were how about, about you? That's what I meant. Like you know, Paul every two months. Oh yeah, like every maybe, two or three. Once in a while. I mean, I have certain books that I look at every day because they're right next to my desk. You know, so I'll, I'll look at those. But like the boxes, I'll move them around like every couple of months. Yeah, they're in. I store them in my office. So George I, is looking to the left hand corner, but they're not really there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking around because there's boxes there. But you know, I, I store them in my office because I don't have that huge collection anymore. So I have you know, three short boxes. I have two long boxes. So once in a while, I'll I'll just check. You know, no leaks, so we're good. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll pop it open. I'll remember that I have this book that I thought right. I had sold or or gave away. I'm like, oh, I still have it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And and keep in mind too, you know, you mentioned. The, the storage facilities keep it on their AC. If you store it in your garage, make sure it's uh, I mean, climate that, controlled. Ninety nine percent of the garages or car garage aren't climate controlled, right? Yeah, unless or, you actually or, or unless it's it. actually yeah. you insulate there. It has right. it, uh, it's a converted garage. Right, a converted yeah. garage. Right, El efficiency. El efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. If you keep it in a garage, you know, if it, the, the the temperature of the garage is usually higher than the temperature outside of the house because no it's doubt. baking in there. So it's like 90, 100 degrees. You're baking in there. But it's 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 a it's a prime spot to store. A massive amount of books because it's out of the way you know you're not yeah. walking over them you're not tripping over stuff so always just the, the best point i think we can give is check your collection regularly yes yeah because you never know you might be able to catch it early enough where you stop a problem right and yeah. you might lose one book as opposed to 100 then hey everything might be fine it, it, it might not be a temperature issue. maybe you have bugs that you didn't even know about Oh, those yeah, little papers, the silverfish, yeah, the little paper eaters. Those things yeah. are a pain. In the they butt. eat paper like crazy. So you want to, if you see one, hey, kill it. But what if you're walking around? Oh, I saw like ten yesterday. There's yeah, but those things usually don't hang out in ones. You know, yeah. they hang yeah. out it's like, it's in like groups. It's like a cockroach in Miami. You see one, that means you got like four more. Yeah, I've seen a like I'll, I'll see one here, one, and then like six months I might see another one. Right, you know. But if I you're mean, seeing them constantly, like there's a, you, it's not just that. I think there's, I think they're attracted to moisture. Too. Yeah, and then be careful when you buy a collection because. You could be bringing whatever that collection has into your collection. Mm-hmm. So always treat the collection that you're bringing in aside, you know, isolate quarantine it, it, isolate it. Until go, you go through it. Go through it. And then once you make sure everything is good, then you can incorporate it into yours if that's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Or sell it just to make sure that you're not selling uh, crap damaged, right. roached books. You or know, people, if, he, if it was a smoker's house. Yes, I picked up collections that smell like freaking. Yeah. It was one that was smelled like marijuana. Remember? I remember that. Oh one. man, that thing was. We well, called it the marijuana collection. The marijuana <laughs> collection. Your car. Man, that I was like, if you was... get pulled over right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> officer, I swear it's the comic books. <laughs> <laughs> At least those you can tell right away, you know, because you yeah. can smell it. Right. You yeah. know? And then one one more thing I wanted to bring up. Do you guys 
rebagging board every so often? Big books, yes. And I had them originally in in regular bags and boards, and now I've been moving them over to my lights okay. and the double backs and all that. Yeah. Just to keep them, like, you know, I'll do it like that. Um, we go through a lot of big collections that we're like, hey, we need to buy, like, 2,000 bags and boards. Yeah. Cause they're just like from a smoker's house. They're yellowed. Like you can't sell. Mm-hmm. We can't. I mean, it's not right to sell a book of a hundred dollars in a yellow bag right. board. You know, that's that's the only time I'll I'll swap it out. Yeah, if it's gotten if it's turned colors, and it's usually because it came from somewhere else. Right. Well, I remember the, the the boards from back in the eighties and nineties weren't they that weren't acid, acid free. free yeah. yeah, you want acid free the the board to be acid free. Right, you put it on the acid free board, and then I mean, I I haven't had an issue with the newer boards that I've had to re. Back and board, but yeah, older ones. And I mean, sometimes you can see the imprint of the back the cover, board, yeah, on the actual it's, it's, it's board. Like, it's like, or it's clean, or the comic goes in its right. yellow world. Or there's been situations where I've bought a book and it, the price is written with Sharpie on the thing, and it apparently has been there for so long that the Sharpie seeped through. Really, and the price is seen on the on the book. Really? Really? Like I've you can that. see the shadowing of like twenty dollars. I'm like, God damn it, really. <laughs> And it's like, oh, you assume, but, you know, always take out the books to make sure they're correct. Right. Um, so we t- we touched upon that. Two more things. What do you do with your slab books? I keep my slab books. I, I, I buy the, it's like a Mylar a bag. I mm-hmm. put the slab in there. I seal it. And then I, I, I keep my slabs in the BCW plastic uh, bins. In the hard boxes. In the hard boxes, mm-hmm. yeah. Same. I have I have a I have them in the boxes and then I have a few in my in my case with my statues. Yeah. So one of the big things, guys, uh, we all do it. Put in your slabs. Either keep it in the plastic bag that it comes from mm-hmm. to add some sort of protection, or like we all buy the special bags and we put them in there for our PC just because you don't want to get scuffs, scratch. Right. You know, it's it's literally plastic on plastic, and taking it in and out of the box, you could scratch the book in front or behind. Right. Yeah. So. I know that we're saying a lot of things that go into buying a comic and all that, but it's just like any other collection, any other hobby. You want to have those peripherals to make sure you have the biggest value. Word of the day, peripherals. Mm -hmm. Peripherals. Peripherals. Can you spell peripherals? I can't spell peripherals. Dale. P-E-R-I-P-I-F-E-R-A-L-S. That's a good save. That's a good save. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, but definitely. I mean, you know, CGC provides a bag. CBCS provides a bag. I don't know if PGX provides a bag. Probably not. PGX, EG, EGS, EGC, whatever it is. Yeah. They're not the best bags. So I use somebody on eBay that they for like twenty bucks they send you. I think twenty bags, yeah. but they always throw in another eight or nine free. You know, quote unquote. Yeah. And that's what I put the slabs in, and they have a resealable tab yeah. in the back of the BCW. Yeah, that's why I have the whole PC. We have, in. we have, um, we bought a pack. We, yeah, yeah. So just so you know, you could when you don't have that many. When we were starting off, me and George, we bought a hundred a hundred uh, bag bag of the resealable for slabs, and we're like, listen, I don't have a hundred slabs. You don't have a hundred slabs. Let's just split it. Right. It was fifteen bucks a pop, so we're like, okay, better than thirty. You right. know? Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is does get expensive but it's worth at the end of the day because if you went through the time to either slab a book or buy a slabbed book right. that's a different issue you know yeah. plus if you're going to display it or if you're setting up to do a con it much it looks that much nicer when the light reflects it it just makes it pop instead of from that bag that comes with the with yeah, the, the, the kind of like dull yeah the bag that opaque. comes yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the bag that it comes with for example like CGC it's a dull bag right. i mean it's a little thicker 
But it's fine. It's coming from there. You're not displaying it. You right. want to take it out of the bag. Show some money. Fine. If you want to take it somewhere, it's nice to get like those BCW ones. Right. Or just another one where you can. It's a nice clear bag. Right. It's like the My Lights. Yeah. The My yeah. Light bag. You know, if you're gonna display raw books, with, with, when like LED light hits it, I mean, they look spectacular when they when the, when the light's yeah, flashing. Has a on nice them. shine to it. Well, yeah. we go to a con and we were talking about it that it's for higher end books, Golden Age, Silver Age, things like that. And there are certain dealers that their boxes. Every single book is in a my light. Right. Yeah. And it just preserves it better and it presents better. Presents better, yeah. yeah it does. It does feel nicer. There, there there's a different feeling right. to the to the my light. Well, if, if you know, and if a dealer goes through the time, trouble, and finance to present a book like that, usually it's an indication that whatever grade he puts that book in is pretty much on point too. Give or take it. Yeah. Yeah. So and then um so that's all about collecting and storing. Now the final part. Contingency plans for your collection. Conti- that's a good one. Contingency plans because you've stored all this. Right. And what happens if you die? Damn. Yeah. Fucking Grim Reaper over here. Yeah, no, but what happens? Like, <laughs> honestly, there's a lot of money. In oh, no, absolutely. Joe Blow Collector knocks you. Hey, right. let, me, let, me, let, me, let me help you with that. I'll give you $100 for that collection. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny, but there's a lot of money in there. And yeah. we've bought collections from people that are like, listen, my grandfather collected. I want to get rid of it. My father collected. I don't know what's in here. And we'll take a look and we'll be like, listen, you have a lot more than you think you do. And listen, I, I, for some reason, I'm like attracted to these people because I don't know how many collections I've bought that come with like this tragic story and yeah. you know you're trying to help them out but you also it's also a business it's also a business so you have to keep that in mind but i mean it's but I, what does john say what is i ain't going john? to hell for a comic book i ain't going to hell for a comic book so that, I, and that's true i mean so that's that our, collection you know what i'm gonna pay you 20 percent more yeah i mean if, if if i gotta pay a little bit extra then that's fine but i mean and you know you can tell when somebody's being legit you can tell when somebody's being yeah. honest when somebody's trying to fool you but yeah, I mean, what's your contingency plan? Uh, pretty much my brother knows everything I have. Like, I've given him an idea, and I've also told him to contact you, too. Because right. if you do have a big enough collection and somebody that you leave it behind, somebody that doesn't know, they're going to take it to the local comic shop. Right. And you're going to get pennies mm-hmm. for the book. Right. So it's more of like, hey, you need to look for these books. Right. You need to research them. You could keep them. It's value. Or you could sell them, but try to get as much top dollar. So contact Paul or right. or George. Yeah, see, I, my wife knows that I've told her, look, my wife and daughter, the books that are in these places yeah. are high dollar books. Don't just take them anywhere. Don't just put them in a garage sale. Don't just get rid of them. Call Jimmy, call George. Yeah. They will help you move those books and get the most amount of money possible for those books. Yeah, because at that point, like, my brother, your wife and daughter, right. like, they don't know who will possibly buy right. a $10,000 book. Right. Yeah. You know, it's also, you need to have those buyers. And then, you know, there's there's there, there's bulk stuff that, you know, in the collections that we get that, yeah. you know, the, I keep that stuff in, you know, in the garage or somewhere, you know, in, another, in, the, in the spare bedroom. You know, those, they know it's just, it's bulk yeah. books. So that doesn't really matter. But the big stuff, and like I always said, my collection, I always want to have my collection fit in two, maybe three short boxes yeah so those two or three short boxes is what they know to be on the eye or keep an eye out for that 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 that's where the high dollar is yeah no no don't worry bro when i get that call i'll be like i'll give you one dollar i'll give you a dollar, <laughs> give you a dollar. <laughs> what about you george um my parents know what, what i've got they saw me collected for a long time um they also know that jimmy that jimmy could help them if there was ever an issue um i've tried to get my sister on it but 
I'm gonna have to convince my brother-in-law because he'll he'll be more adapt to it than my sister. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always you could always leave a will. You could always yeah, leave, you can always leave a will to help out with Listen, that. Like, some of these books are more expensive than watches. Right. And I know I'm mentioning watches because my brother's like, you keep mentioning watches. You <laughs> need to have me on the show. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. But yeah, I mean, watches, houses, like, right. let's be real. Some of these AF-15s, like, they're going right. for three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. Yeah. That's now a house. You, or you put them in a room and that room automatically self-destructs yeah. when your heartbeat goes to zero. <laughs> when my heartbeat goes zero, all you see are my three PC boxes, <laughs> just a little smoke come out of it. It's just like, yeah, it, 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 no, it's very simple. My will, my will, my last one says everyone has to show up and then I want a Viking funeral for my collection. Yeah. Just throw it onto the ocean. Or just put them in the, put them in the casket with me. <laughs> like, I'm taking this AF-50 with me. <laughs> I'm taking it. But, uh, like, but Drake yeah, and, like Drake and, uh, and Rick Ross, yeah. put my money in the grave. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, the comic stores. Listen, they're all great. It's cool, you know, when they're when they're cool with you and and you got a great store. That's never the place to take your books if you need to. If you actually, if you really need the money, that's not the place because they're a business too, and they're a they'll never get anywhere near what you can actually get for it. Right. And they're not. And if they do give you cash, it's not going to be much because they, you know. They got to make money. I mean, they they, they're their business. Yeah, they have to pay rent. They have to pay lights. They have to pay internet. They have to pay everything. And it's okay, given that they're a store, that they can sit on a book for six months, Correct. a year. Your years. So that doesn't matter. But as opposed to like us, you know, we do our IG sales. We do everything like that. We'll buy collections and we'll move it, right. you know, quick. Think Burn. of it the same as like when you used to, if anyone, you know, would resell video games back to like GameStop and right. they gave you $5 yeah. or Blockbuster True. if you're that old. Same thing. They're True. not going to give you anywhere near if you sold it to like your buddy down the street. Right. You know, my favorite was um, just a quick tangent: college books. When you buy them from the bookstore, <laughs> oh my god! And then you return them. <laughs> this cool. this girl, God bless her, she was just like, "Hey, I can give you eighteen dollars for this book." I'm like, "The book was three hundred and fifty dollars, brand new." Mm -hmm. You're you not giving me eighteen dollars. She's like, "That's all I'm authorized to." I'm like, "I would rather throw it away." Yeah. Like, are you serious? Right. And the used book was, if new was three fifty, because mind you, that's what the professors do. They're like, oh, you have to buy the new edition. Of course. So that was the first year, and there wasn't any used books. But then I go on the aisle, new three fifty, used two seventy five. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? These are insane profit Their margins. margins are freaking yeah. incredible. Wow. You know, that's that's why Amazon blew up because right. that's that's why they started. Yeah. Yeah. For college kids to sell their books, selling exactly. used books. And, uh, yeah. What was it? Rent a textbook or. Mm -hmm. Red Sox? There was Chegg, I remember. Around. Yeah, something like that. That's still They're, around. Yeah, it's still around. But I was just like, that was the only business book I kept. And I was just like, I still kept it to this day. I threw it away like last year. Yeah. I was like, well, screw that. If anybody hates Amazon, you have this thing where you hate Amazon because they make money, go blame universities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because that's where I used to sell my books because the school will give you $5 on a, right. on a $200 book. I'm like, no. Yeah. And, and, and you know, go back to comics. You know, the, what, the first thing that families do is just Garage sale. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I couldn't tell you how many books, how many big dollar books I found in garage sale. I've never found a book at a garage really? sale. Yeah. I found a couple of big dollar I found books. a couple ones. I haven't found that. Not mind you, big dollar. I think the most would be like a $200 book. Right. I haven't found like a golden age or no, something. Yeah, or I haven't even found or a $5 book. Really? I read to my password. I just to stop by, I'm like, damn, there's no books. You well, found one. Down like here. Those mad, those mad magazines, yeah. Down here in Miami, I mean, to come across a garage sale that has comic books are few and far between. Yeah. I mean, you probably... When I got back into comics, I would hit every garage show I could find, and I think if I hit one in six good, months that had game. books, it was a lot. But also, I mean, given we're in South Florida, there's a lot of us in the business down here, True. and it's a eight hour drive to get out of the state. Right. 
So it's like we're all vying for the same books. Right. So yeah, South Florida is possible to find books, but yeah, but we find them. We find them, and that's why we say when we have sales, reasonable and unreasonable yeah. offers. Yep. And they don't find them; they get shipped to you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we just got a collection mailed in not too long that's ago. True. So that was fantastic and good books too. Yeah, good books. It's over. So I right, so I hope this was helpful. Yeah, yeah, I hope this helps uh, Collecting 101. We understand it's a lot more money than the $4 book, but it'll be worth it in the long run. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's great to be getting into the hobby. You know, every hobby comes with its extras. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you're into, you know, whatever you're into, there's always things that you have to do to maintain the hobby and the equipment and the parts. No, even if whatever, you get into, yeah. like, a sport tennis, you need the racket, balls, right. clothes, uh, fee rentals, court rentals, right. you know? Like, it all comes with peripherals, so. So, yeah, there's always there's always, there's always, always those those items that you always have to spend money on, and, you know, I hope this video just kind of clarifies a little bit yeah. for everybody. Let us know what you guys think. If we missed anything, if uh, you think we're full of crap or anything like that, be like, these guys, I want to find out. Uh, if you want to find out where our collection is, hire Nicholas Cage. He'll be able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want us to talk about anything else, you know, about the hobby, anything specific, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Leave it in the comments. Shoot us a DM on IG. Let us know. Yeah. We can, you know, we've been doing this long enough to where I think we've learned a thing or two, right? Yeah. yeah. Just one or two. If no. not, we'll make it up, but I mean. Yeah. Just one and one or two. <laughs> That's it. So with that, guys, we will see you next time. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Bye. The locations of my comic boxes are on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> we need Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's my goal, to get Nicolas Cage on this Go podcast. find Jimmy's collection. Yeah. Can you imagine? He'll do it. You give him like 20 bucks and he'll do it. It's insane. <laughs>